When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's have a look at the NRL year. We did a little bit of that with Zorks, but we were gossiping more with Zorks. We were gossiping about coaches. We were gossiping about Tom Brady. Uh, but we did have we did touch on the year that was in AFL. Let's have a, a year in review for the NRL year. And uh, Scotty Sattler joins us. Scott, good morning, mate. Hello, guys. How are you? We're very well. Merry Christmas. Happy Yuletide season to you and all that sort of thing. Oh, and Patty, you're finally taking a step back, hey? I am, yes. Trying to squeeze extra hours into 24 hours, hey? (laughs) No, I am. I'm done with the TV, mate, come the end of January. And uh, I must admit, I'm Mm. I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to working just with Heels here on uh, on SEN and... uh, uh, and just telling yeah. our stories here. You watch. He'll do a lunch and a dinner. MC. No worries. Yeah. Oh, there'll be plenty of cash in along the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, Scotty, you watch. How, how good was the Ringers Western uh, Christmas party, man, on Saturday night? Outstanding. Outstanding. I'll tell you what. I mean, the size of the – and we see them when we commentate the games each day, but until you see them in social situations, Heels and, and Paddy and, and Heels – you know, Paddy Carrigan and Gordon Ricky were there. They're massive units, these mm. these kids these days, these rugby league players. Just huge they are. But it was yeah, it was a great it was a great night actually at Justin Lane on the Gold Coast. Great pizzas there and um yeah, it was it was a great night. Uh, they're really nice blokes, Paddy. I spent some time with Pat Carrigan who who got lucky, maybe slash unlucky. He didn't know of the Ringers Western thing, but he saw Andrew McDonald from Ringers Western downstairs. Yep. And he said, oh, you're coming upstairs? He said, what do you mean? What's upstairs? He said, oh, our Christmas party. You're here for that, aren't you? No. Nah. <laughs> he just got back from England that day <laughs> so from overseas. So, Paddy Harper, you went and Jordan Ricky's up there. and Yeah, they, they were tremendous blokes. Yep, they're great leaders of the mm. club. Well, but how do you look at it? I suppose you know, if we, if we go straight to Bronx, we all know about the very, very disappointing finish. Did they get that out of their head uh, in time for the new season? What does Kevy do with them in the off-season? Well, I think, guys, I mean, as we know, they promised plenty but faded. Um, you know, Adam Reynolds is always going to be about how they could manage him and his work rate. You know, he's at the back end of his career. He's always struggled with lower back injuries, which affect your hamstrings. And he's such an integral part of that side, integral part of that side. So, um, you know... I, 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 they've made a couple of really good signings. You know, Reese Walsh is a really good signing to come yeah. back. Then you've you've still got Saul and Cobbo's had a full year to develop. Herbie Farmworth who was injured for the back end of the year. I think he's one of the real strike centres of the NRL. Um, but they've signed Doc Madden, who is a young kid from the West Tigers. He's a tremendous young player, this kid, and he was an Australian schoolboys captain about four or five years right ago of a, of a group of schoolboys who was one of the best Australian schoolboys teams to ever come through. He was the captain of that side. So he's actually going to be one that jumps out of the ground. But I've got to tell you, the one that I'm really excited about, guys, is a, a young hooker out of Kiber Park. His name's Blake Moser. Uh, yeah, yeah, South Magpies last year. Yeah, he's only 18, 19 years of age. Um, he's something special, this kid. He's he's one of the best hookers I think we've seen come through the grades for, for many, many years. He's an exciting young talent. A lot of clubs wanted him. The Broncos have been able to hold on to him. So I've got to say, with Jock Madden, Reese Walsh, Sell one another year. Herbie Farmworth hopefully fit, and Blake Moser coming in at, at hooker. 
Um, I think the Broncos are looking for a pretty good season, to mm. be honest. Stags, stags at more time on that knee, so that won't hurt either. Uh, what do you think about rugby league rushing? Uh, are they doing it too often, rushing the B- Blake Moses of the world into the NRL first grade? Yeah, I think there's a, there's an argument in the heels because they've got a really good pathway. You, know, you go through those junior rep systems, you know, the Hastings, Deering, the Mount Meningas, and then you go into Host Plus Cup, Queensland Cup, and and then you get a, you know you play against men, and then you you taste first grade. But sometimes, as Peter Sterling used to always say, if they're good enough, they're old enough, and and maybe physically. Blake Moser, we won't know until he's thrown into the deep end, but I've watched him at Host Plus Cup levels, Queensland Cup level. He's physically ready, and he's lightning quick, he's crafty, he's, yeah, he's, mm. he's a really good player, so you know, if, he's, if he's good enough, he's old enough, and we'll see through the trials, we're probably the best indication about how early in the season he'll be introduced into, into NRL. Yeah, it's interesting, mate. I mean, the the Lions, of course, have picked up this Will Ashcroft, who Zorks has got no doubt will mm. be playing first grade this year, and he's still a teenager. So, yeah, you're right. Old enough, good enough, old enough. You don't have to play the whole season either. Um, let, let, before we get to the powerhouses, uh, Titans, uh, tell me you've got something that they can pick up from the rubble of last year or last season. Do you know, the other night, Steve Mitchell, the CEO, was at the Rings Western Party and I always enjoyed talking to Steve Mitchell. And he was talking about their pre-season to date, the comparisons over the last two years. And I know pre-seasons don't mean a lot, but what you can see in a pre-season is, is the unity amongst your group. And, and he says he's never seen it as good as what it is. They've had a change in their high-performance staff. Um, and Sammy Verrill's has come from the roots. Mm. And this is probably the biggest argument from from the Titans last year. They they lacked the depth in those, those real key positions. Yeah, they finished 13th last year. So... Um, Lacking that depth in key positions, now they've got a really good hooker in Sam Varrells. When he comes from the Roosters, the Roosters players always vote him the most popular player in the team. He's the yeah. one that they always wanted to be around, this young hooker. Uh, Kieran Foran, um, and he's got a really good link to the new strength and conditioning high-performance coach who's come from the Manly system as well. So he's got a really good connection to him. Um, and they sign out and shot from, from the Bulldogs. Really good signing as well. So it looks like they're... Those key positions they struggled in last year, guys, last season was you know, Kieran Foran at five eight, AJ Brimson played fullback, Sammy Verrills at hooker, and I have Jaden Campbell coming off the bench at jersey number fourteen, so mm. like the Hammersmith Tabby Fido sort of strike weapon. So, um, and it's just going to be a fight for the number seven. This day looks as though Tanner Boyd, the way they finished the season off, will probably win the number seven jersey. So they've got a little bit more strike. The confusing one is they got rid of Greg Marju, their Brian To'o-like winger. They swapped him to Newcastle for, for Chris Randall, a really good work rate, work rate hooker. So that's going to be an interesting one because Marju was the one that really got them off to a good start at the start of each set. So there must have been something behind the scenes why they believed he shouldn't be at the club anymore. But in saying that, uh, the Gold Coast Titans, they look like they're a lot stronger than what they were in 2022. Right. Um, now... The, the highlights for you, looking back, and Paddy, we'll go on to the, uh, the powerhouses at some stage. What's the highlight of last year's uh, footy season, do you reckon? What sticks in your mind, Slim? Sense? Well, it's always, the late, it's always what happens later on in the year, isn't it? That's what sticks fresh in your mind. Um, you know, when it comes to rep footy, without a doubt, the, the Ben Hunt intercept from the kick in that um, third star of origin that mm. sunk off been to plenty of big games at Suncorp. I've never heard Suncorp erupt at one moment like that um, when it was totally unexpected. That was 
and to be calling the game there for SCN as well, it was it was crazy in a corporate box we were calling the game from. It was it was chaotic scenes. I thought that was a, a massive highlight. Um, the, the field goal from Val Holmes against the Sharks in the mm-hmm. final to win thirty two thirty. That was yeah, that was phenomenal. That was um, and. Yeah, yeah, no, I know we like we like to see tight, close games, but I've got to say, Penrith Panthers' complete domination of that grand final just proved to everyone that they're going to possibly go down as one of our great. If they can win a, another grand final, make it a three peak, they'll go down as one of our greatest teams mm. we've seen in NRL history. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. They're going to, they're going to. I know they're losing a couple, but they're going to be hard to beat again, aren't they, mate? They just seem to be such a cohesive unit and well coached. And and while they've got a halfback who is so dominant on the club stage, uh, like Cleary, I mean, you know, and, and with the the extras around him, with the Lou eyes and the Tohos, etc. Uh, every day they're going to be tough. Well, these kids. They've been playing footy together since I was fourteen. Yeah. So they turn up for training every day, and it's just it's just like waking up in your household with your, your brother or your sister. You know, it's just you know it's, they're just so familiar with each other. Then you got Ivan, who has you know had a really close relationship off the field because a lot of them have been friends with Nathan. So they're, they're looking at him as a coach, but not only as a coach, they look at him like a like a second father as well. So you know they've got this really good connection amongst the group, and when you've got that, and you know heels, you know with in cricket, when you play with the same guys time and time again, you just know every one of the little idiosyncrasies, both on and off the field. You know when to, you know, not. I, I don't want to annoy. You know, I don't want to annoy uh, Glenn McGrath at the moment because he's, he's in that phase. Or yes. you know, stay away from, you know, whoever because you know I just know what their body language says, and that's exactly what this Penrith team is. So before you even kick the ball off before a game, they've pretty much got you beaten most most time. Now you've got to be really special to beat them in a game. Mm. That's yeah, they've lost Billy Ami Kiki easy. He's a massive loss, huge loss, and an Apu Karoi sour as well. So they probably won't start the season as good as what they have in the past because they've had a long season of World Cup. They play the World Club Challenge against St Helens. Um, they might start a little bit flat, but they'll probably come home mm. pretty hard. What about the brutality of that Origin match? Yeah, oh. I know. They just, you know, as I said, talking about this early on with the Paddy Carrigans, you know, they're, they're so big these days, but not only are they so big, they're so quick, these big men as well, big forwards, and it's mm. just the collisions. Of, I haven't seen collisions like it. Yeah, well, I think it's going to get, I think the collisions are going to get bigger. And the reason why is because for years now, we've we've had the defensive teams where, you know, a player runs up and they, they what they call, they catch them. They just catch them and hold them. The other player comes in and takes their legs out. I think we're going to see a changing of the guard. And I think it's a good thing, but I think our collisions are going to be bigger um, because I'm hearing a lot of clubs are going back to really good tackle technique, which is Jake Trevojevic-like where you cut them in half and not worry about just holding them up until someone comes and finishes them off. Yeah. I know the Gold Coast Tides have had Dallas Johnson coming in one, once and twice a week. He was one of the great defenders of the yeah. game. So hopefully we're going to get back to that really good technique where players are going to get cut in half and uh, you know, David Gillespie, Stephen Folks, like in the olden days, and um, and get back to that you know that tackle integrity they call. So um, we could see the collisions even even at a you know, a, um, mm. you know, a greater level of intensity. So just quickly, mate, the the eight looked yep. like this. It was it was Panthers, Sharks, Cows, Eels, Storm, Roosters, Bunnies, and Raiders. Bronx just to miss out by the two points. If someone is to break into that top eight in the new season, who would you say? Well, it's all, I think it's that eighth position, again, is going to be up for, up for grabs. 
Um, and I think the, the other seven won't change too much. So out of that, I think the Brisbane Broncos. Yep. Um, and I think Manly with Tommy Trebojevic coming back. Okay. I think they're two of the teams that can really challenge yeah, for that eighth position. Um, there'll be some improvements. Uh, I think the Cowboys will be, even though they've lost Hamaso and, they, and Tommy Gilbert, they've got Heal and Lukey coming back to yep. replace Tommy Gilbert. Um, I think the Cowboys will, yeah, will go close. Right. Well, it's lovely to hear. Uh, Bronx will be about fifth, I reckon. Okay. And then they'll win it from there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, are you up for the Christmas party Friday? I am. Right. I am at this stage because my son's moving to Penrith, actually, and he might be moving on, on Friday. So if he moves on Friday, I'll, I'll give him a hand. But at this stage, um, I'm definitely coming. And, I, and if I'm not going down to, to Penrith on Friday, I'm going to come to the uh, the, the rooftop. Tuesday. The rooftop oh, beautiful. Friday. Friday morning as well. All right. Yeah. Well, tell him to move on Saturday. <laughs> I've had to hold the heels up for the last six or seven days at various events in New Zealand and Australia, so I feel as though I should hold him up on yeah. Friday as well. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, Scott, that'd be lovely. That'd be lovely. He was player of the, he was player of the tour oh, in New get Zealand. Out. Get out of it, mate. You jumped yeah. in the lake. I'm waiting for the, the full reports, actually, so you and I might have a little chat uh, yeah. quietly on Friday. Hey, Sats, thanks for your input Can't all wait. year, mate. It's been fantastic. Love, I love your insights into the game. You're so knowledgeable about it, and, and you, you say it so well. Thanks, Paddy, and uh, and heels, and I'll uh, I'll see you guys on Friday. Yep, thanks, Sats. Let's hope that's the case.